0: Welcome to Sobo Spotlight, brought to you by southbemore.com. Your home for all things South Baltimore. Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of Sobo Spotlight. I'm Nate Carper, and I'm going to be hosting today's episode. Very soon here in the next few days, we will have another episode coming out with myself and Kevin, uh, doing another This Week in South Baltimore, so look forward to that. But this week, we wanted to let everybody know that we have a very special event coming up on Saturday, October 17th, in just a few days. And that event is called Hoodstock. Hoodstock. Hoodstock is in its 17th year as an event that started right here in South Baltimore. Today, I'm going to be sitting down with Lauren Bessard, who's the Director of Development for Unified Community Connections, and Russ Causey, who's the founder of the annual Hoodstock Festival. And they're going to be discussing the upcoming 17th annual Hoodstock virtual event. Normally, this event would be held in person every year, but obviously this year will be virtual. And they're going to talk about how you can watch this event, uh, give you a little more background about the history of Hoodstock, and the amazing partnership with Unified Community Connections. So I'm gonna take you now to my interview that occurred a couple of weeks ago with Lauren and Russ, and hope you enjoy. These two folks are instrumental in making sure that the show goes on. Russ, can you tell us a little bit about the history of Hoodstock and where did it all begin?
1: Well, it's a bit of a funny story. It was a midlife crisis. (laughs) Uh, I was 44 years old. Um, and my wife asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and I said a guitar. And she was shocked because, other than singing ad nauseum in the car, she had no idea that I had any interest whatsoever in, in music. So she bought me one, and I never stopped playing it. Um, and again, that was very uh, late in life, uh, but as she would tell you, a lot better than getting a red Corvette. <laughs> um, and so because of uh, my, my playing it just non-stop, and I met another neighbor who was also playing guitar, and so we got together and started playing, and the neighbors started hearing that we were doing this. And that led to them saying, when are we gonna hear you? And so I thought, well, what, why not? Let's throw a party. And we called it Hoodstock, because it was in the neighborhood, and most of the music I was playing then was more Woodstock era, so it just made sense to call it that, it seemed. And a whole 32 people came over with my uh, very next door neighbors, Larry and Gracie. And we set up uh, cooking. And we uh, actually opened up my garage. That became the stage. And that was the beginning of Hoodstock.
0: And how did Unified become involved with Hoodstock and become the beneficiary of you know, the money earned? So, so
1: at that time, I was actually a board member of United Cerebral Palsy, which has become Unified Community Connections. Okay. Uh, being a board member, um, and we had decided we were going to have this. Annual, we were gonna make this an annual party and two of the board members that actually played guitar as well Started jamming with them and we we together decided all right. Let's let's make hoodstock a charity event for unified And so the second one became officially a charity event. We actually sold tickets I want to say they were fifteen dollars a piece. Wow. And we raised twelve hundred dollars And again, this is still in my backyard with next-door neighbors Larry and Gracie setting up the grills Uh, We basically underwrited it, and all the money that we collected went to to, uh, Unified. Mm -hmm. So that was how it all began as far as uh, becoming a charity event.
0: And, Lauren, you know, Hoodstock is in its 17th year now. Now, Can you share a little bit about the history of the event and kind of how it's grown through the years from your perspective? Yeah,
2: I mean, we've really evolved in the last 17 years, as Russ said, you know, starting in his backyard. It has just grown. Uh, We had to move to create more space because we had bigger crowds and we had more people wanting to hear and attend and be a part of the cause. So we ended up going from Russ's backyard to Outerbine Swim Club um, and that was about like year four or five. And I remember one of those years we hit $10,000 raised oh. and that was such a huge <laughs> milestone for us. I just remember getting like so excited over that. Um, and Me then too. things have just evolved like since then, you know, we went from needing more room at Outerbine and we moved to the um, B&O Railroad Station um, in Baltimore trying to keep everything still in the hood. Um, That uh, plan was to have the event continue to be outdoors, Um, didn't always work in our favor. We had uh, the hurricane of 2013 where we had to rush inside with all the trains. Um, But I think when we were at the railroad station, is was 2012 when we kind of started the the wheelchair dancing, because that was when we really had more space, and that's when some of the individuals at Unified Supports were really able to come and start attending the event, and they were up row, center, wheelchair dancing, and just having the best time. So then we've just continued to grow, and then we moved to American Visionary Art Museum. Um, We've been there the last five or so years. We would have been there this year. Uh, COVID had different plans, but um, it's just, you know, last year raising $93,000 for Unified Community Connections. It's just every year has been a record-breaking year, and the committee just, like, thrives on that. We always just want to do better and and create a better experience for the guest.
1: And in 2021, we're going to be at the Winslow. Yes. Which is a really cool space. I think it's going to be a new, exciting thing once we're able to get back together again. yeah and we're actually thinking we'll keep this uh, whole streaming thing as a part of it because we can get a much larger reach.
0: What what would you say is your favorite part of Hoodstock? if you had to if you had to answer that? What would be your favorite part of, of the process or you know the event itself?
1: Well, that's probably almost impossible to say because for me so much of it is is just, you know, it's just a lot of fun and and so happy to be a part of it, but if I would have to say it it certainly is where it involves the the folks that we're helping support uh, through Unified. Um, Lauren mentioned the wheelchair dancing, and and I got to say the first time that happened, I was on the stage performing, and you see that, and it was actually hard for me to keep performing because it it, it really Mm. touched me uh, to see all all these folks um, were finding a way to have a good Mm. time. uh, So I don't know how you can... uh, have yeah, anything yeah. but respect for that mm-hmm. and and what this event has done. The other would be, um, I think, um, the Can Do Award, um, and I don't know, Lauren, what's mm-hmm. maybe last ten years the Can Do Award has mm-hmm. been a part of Hoodstock, uh, where O.J. Burgantz announces uh, the, the award to someone that Unified uh, received services from Unified and who's been a, a shining example of how to, to take these things that life has thrown at them and find ways to do better and and, and and do well yeah. and, and when you see those awards happening and you hear them speak it's, it's pretty touching. Those would be probably the two things.
0: Mm. And Lauren you mentioned before um, you raised over ninety three thousand dollars last year mm-hmm. in Hoodstock. I'm sure you know the facts and figures because <laughs> it's your job. It, how much has been raised over the years? Since yeah the year? I mean
2: it's really incredible over I mean the sixteen years that Hoodstock has been a fundraiser for Unified we have raised seven hundred and twenty four thousand dollars. Wow! Um, which is just incredible, it blows us away. We can't give Russ enough credit or thank him enough. I mean, really, it's been instrumental in the programs we're able to provide and the lives that we're able to touch um, through our programs.
0: So you hear that, folks. It's 2020. We're going to go over a million.
2: We're, we're close. We're so close. We can do it,
0: right, folks? We can do it. Well, I,
1: I tell Lauren when we hit a million, I'm retiring.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was. I was waiting for Russ to say one of his favorite things about Hoodstock was working with me, but he never said that. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> so Lauren, how has the money raised really gone to benefit Unified and, mm-hmm. and helped out the mission?
2: Well, Unified uh, Community Connections is, uh, you know, we're a direct service provider for people with disabilities throughout the state of Maryland. And uh, you know, our goal is really to get them living as independently as possible. And the funds raised from Hoodstock have been tremendous in helping us really get our programs to be the best that they can be. We, um, we offer residential services, so we have 43 or 40 plus homes throughout the state of Maryland where individuals live together. We have adult day programs, we have transportation, that's a big expense that we have. You know, we provide transportation to all the ind- individuals, to their social outings, to their doctor's appointments, to the day programs, um, to visit family and friends. Um, we also provide in-home supports for folks that still live at home with their parents, um, and assistive technology, which is one of the things that OJ is um, works with us uh, with our assistive technology department and the Can Do Award and Um, Seeing him use his assistive device to be able to communicate and to be able to provide a voice for some of these people that are nonverbal has just been, you know, it's just amazing to see. Um, So, you know, we really just appreciate all the generosity that people have for the cause and and Hoodstock and, you know, we just, Mm -hmm. it's incredible.
0: It sure is. It sure is. So Russ, we play in Roses and Rust together, and you know we've had a great time doing that. And I've loved this event. I've loved playing this event. Uh, but there's been a lot of bands that have been part of, of Hoodstock over the years, and I'm just curious. Uh, do you, how many bands do you think there has been? <laughs> do you know how many bands there's been? If you I, had to. I,
1: well, I really don't. Yeah. Uh, but I would say that maybe that's probably one of the other cool things about Hoodstock is that it does mix these two things that are just so wonderful, helping people who who could use a helping hand, while creating this music but i would guess it's somewhere around 20 different acts have performed at hoodstock now yeah. and it's all types we've we've had you know country sounds we've had we've had an african drum band we've had a soul band obviously rock bands uh, so we we try to be pretty inclusive in in the music
2: and what's great is that a lot of the performers are donating their time back so um, you know they're all a part of it they're all giving back to you know, helping the agency. And we really appreciate that. I mean, part of these events is the expenses, you know, and we try to keep things low for Hoodstock. We're casual, we're laid back. um, And we really appreciate that people are willing to, you know, donate their time to us.
0: So there's no doubt that Hoodstock, you know, it takes a village of uh, some really good hippies out there (laughs) to uh, pull this whole thing together. And, um, you know, would you guys like to talk a little bit about that together? Just, you know, some of the folks behind the scenes that are Helping to make this all happen, sure. Yeah. yeah,
2: I mean, our committee, especially this year, I mean, we really had to do some outside of the box, creative thinking. You know, COVID threw us a curveball, and we, we really, um, I think we've. Been able to come together and pull together something that's going to be really special for everyone tonight, um, and you know enjoying the music. But we've had people on the committee, like you know well, Russ, obviously from the very beginning. But Nick Richardson's been involved since almost day one, I would say. Um, Barry Brill, um, uh, people from the neighborhood. We have Kathy Bradley and Carol Shoals. We have. Um, Angela Lane and her mother who have been wonderful and all the raffle baskets Mm -hmm. and the silent auction items that you guys see in the past years I mean they do a phenomenal job Um, Emily Evans Satorius, Kate Siegelstein Um, I mean we we really are just trying to do the best that we can to put on an awesome experience for everyone Mm -hmm. that comes and I think when we work together our biggest goal is to do better than the year before and have another record-breaking year and and I just love working with all these people. I think mm. we really vibe, and we all bring different um, perspectives. You know, we're different ages, we live in different areas, and it, and it all just works. And it's been a lot of fun working with them.
1: Mm. And, and it would be impossible to, to thank and name all the people that have been involved because there have been so many. But for me, there's six that I, I really think that are standouts that I need that I need to mention. Uh, Larry and Gracie Mush are my former neighbors in, in the hood uh if without their support there's just no way this thing would have kept going i mean they were just always there ma- doing whatever needed they were instrumental in getting the pool and just they were there every step of the way
2: before we had a caterer i mean they were cutting those sandwiches oh. and pouring Making that wine brownies. i mean it was yeah. really a backyard party until we got the the catering company you name it. but it was yeah. all hands on deck
1: and then uh, two, two very good friends of mine, uh, John Lee, who is uh, in the band The Wafflers. Uh, I think he's performed since Hoodstock 2. He's mm-hmm. performed at every one. Uh, he has a daughter who uh, ha- actually was a student at one of the um, un- unified schools. Um, and so he, certainly the mission is really close to him mm-hmm. and, and he's just been, he's been great. Uh, Nick Richardson, who I consider a very, very good friend. Um, has helped in every way I mean he rolls up his sleeves he works hard he the day of the events which is always very draining he's always right there mm. he's put a lot of money into the the event himself um, and is a great musician as well and uh, later in tonight's show he'll actually be playing on harp on a song for All us alright can't wait uh, for so that that's pretty cool um, and then there's Lauren <laughs> who was giving me a hard time about not mentioning her (laughs) earlier, but I was saving the best for last. Uh, Lauren is just unbelievable. She, um, I I can honestly say without Lauren, I would not be doing this. And the day she stops doing it is the day I stop. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is just awesome. Um, She herds cats really well (laughs) because that's what our committee is like doing. Mm -hmm. And then I would really be remiss if I didn't mention the love of my life, Jennifer. She, can you imagine all the noise that we make in my house on a regular basis? (laughs) Yes. And she has never complained. She's always been a part of of support. And you know, she loves to be in the background because that's not her thing to be out front. But what if it was not for her support? It would not be a hood stop.
0: Russ, Lauren, thank you both so much for being on the podcast and contributing and letting us all know a little bit more about Hoodstock and Unified Community Connections. Hey, everybody, make sure you tune in this Saturday, October 17th, 8 p.m. If you look at the podcast notes, I put some links in there to Hoodstock so you can watch live. You know, donations, of course, are appreciated, but not needed to join in and watch the live music and uh, join in the fun. So, uh, we hope everybody takes the time to uh, to check out Hoodstock this year, first annual virtual Hoodstock. We will be back soon with a This Week in South Baltimore. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll talk to you real soon. Sobo Spotlight, brought to you by southbemore.com. Your home for all things South Baltimore.